The football season ends for the Upperman Bees in the state semifinals. In Upper Cumberland basketball, there's plenty of excitement at Pickett County and York Institute surrounding their boys' teams. Coach Michelle Farley is looking to rebuild the Monterey Lady Wildcats while expectations remain high for the Van Buren County Lady Eagles. For the fourth time in program history, the Upperman football team made it to the semifinal round of the TSSAA state football playoffs. And unfortunately, for the fourth time in program history, the Upperman Bees had their season ended in the semifinal round of the TSSAA state football playoffs. Tom Duggan for the high school playbook built by Mountain Barn Builders. The season came to a close for Upperman on Friday night as they traveled up to Elizabethton, took on the team that was ranked number three in the state going into the playoffs and uh, fell short last night, 23-6 to was the final score. Elizabethton will advance on to play in the Blue Cross Bowl. They are the two-time defending state champions. Ironically, the previous three times Upperman has made it to the state semifinals. They lost to the eventual state champion in the semifinal round. Of course, we will find out at next week's Blue Cross Bowl if that will be the case again this year. Coach Adam Kane joins us via telephone. Coach... Tough time for the Upperman Bees on Friday, and I, I know you've seen a lot of good football teams over the course of the season and certainly throughout the playoffs. What made Elizabethton different, and uh, what was it about them that made them very tough? Well, I, I'm going to be honest with you. I think it's their experience. Um, you know, the the semifinals seem to bring a – I don't want to say a different level of intensity, but it's a different level of, uh, I guess, if you're not used to it, it's a little bit harder to handle your nerves and and all that kind of stuff. And, um, you know, I think they were obviously eager and ready, and I think we were a little nervous and tentative, and, and so – you know, I think that's the biggest deal is, is their coaches are used to it and, and their players are used to it. And, and uh, you know, I think we got uh, severely outcoached tonight and that falls on my shoulders. And uh, and then I think it trickled down, you know, to the players. And, and uh, you know, the first, you know, first quarter of the ball game, we'd already dug ourselves a hole that it was uh, proved to be impossible for us to get out of. What adjustments were you able to make after that first quarter when you, you got down 16 to nothing there where it, from that point on it was virtually an even football game? Yeah, you know, they did kind of shock me with their size up front um, offensively. I knew the quarterback was a big, strong kid and, and did a good job falling forward on his runs. Um, but I didn't – I just didn't realize how big they were up front. And I think they made a uh, conscious effort to, you know, put their heavy packages in with a bunch of tight ends and fullbacks. That really wasn't what we saw on film. Um, so after that first series, uh, we, we kind of went to our four-man four front the rest of the game. And, um, you know, other than, you know, not getting off the field on some big third downs, I think we played a lot better offensively coach was it a bit of a struggle were they what were they able to do to kind of get you out of your offensive game plan you know they didn't do really anything uh that we didn't see um you know i think they're obviously their calling card this year is their defense and uh 
they feel good about it and and uh, they're well coached you know they stay home they uh they got a, a guy sitting for your quarterback on the back side um and then they're good enough to uh you know big enough and strong enough to you know contain your run game on the front side so um you know it, it wasn't really a whole lot that they you know schematically that they did um they're just they're they were pretty good and they make you earn it and uh, I think we were a little a little antsy early on to try to you know try to air it out a little bit and that, that's probably not who we are and we got ourselves in a you know in some long yardage deals and that's not that's not really how we play how we play ball so um, again uh, we we probably tried to you know. We probably outcoached ourselves there. We probably should have just, you know, stuck to what we do and and uh, try to move the chains and that kind of stuff, which we kind of started doing there later. Um, but at that point, it was going to be a big time struggle to, you know, get out of that sixteen point hole. We're speaking with Upperman head football coach Adam Kane on the high school playbook built by Mountain Barn Builders. Coach, I know you'll reflect more as you move away from the game on Friday night, but. How special has this group been for you this year, and how special of a season do you feel like it's been for the team collectively? Uh, it's been it's been really special. You know, this is uh, my seventh year as a head coach. Uh, spent three years at a different school, and this is my fourth at Upperman. So this is the first um, group that has gone freshman through senior year with me, and uh, you know, I'm I'm pretty proud to say that. Uh, you know they they slowly but surely bought into the things that I believe in, and um, I think those things kind of paid off at at a lot of points during the season. Um, you know I think we were a pretty tough, resilient, um, you know for the most part a fairly disciplined team, um, and those are things that I believe in, and and that's what I think the game's about, and so. You know, I'm very proud of them. Uh, these kids mean a great deal to me, and uh, you know, they're family to me. And uh, so, uh, you know, it was a, it was a, uh, you know, a big time special run for them. And and uh, I just wish we could have pushed through tonight. Well, coach, we uh, congratulate you and the team on what's been a phenomenal season. I think you said it yourself last week that. Uh, once it's all said and done, only one team is standing at the top of the mountain, and it's been a great run to get to the Final Four for the Upperman Bees. Just want to congratulate you and the uh, the Upperman football team, and know you'll be back at it pretty soon, getting ready for next year. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, we'll take a little time off and and uh, hopefully clear out some room in that weight room and, and try to get a little bigger and stronger. We saw what you know a championship program looked like tonight, and, and that's what we got to get to. The season ends Friday night for the Upperman Bees. Final score 23-6 in the Class 4A state semifinals at two-time defending state champ Elizabethan. Coach Adam Kane, thank you for a few minutes of your time this morning. Thank you. Appreciate it. The Bickett County Bobcats have their basketball season underway, doing so with a tough game at Cookville this past weekend. that They lost 67-64, now 1-1 one one on the season. Are the Bobcats head coach Joseph Evanet joining us on the high school playbook Coach, what are some of your takeaways from your season opening game against Cookville? Oh, uh, you know, you know. Well, first of all, I knew that um, that Cookville was an extremely talented team. 
um, athletic, long, and I thought it would put us in a position to play play something that we don't see in single-A basketball every night. And that's exactly what we found. Couples extremely talented. They're extremely long, fast, athletic. And, um, you know, it, the things that I did take away is I think that we can, uh, I think we can really shoot the ball. I think offensively we move the ball. And at the end of the day, I think we did the little things pretty well <clears throat> um, in order to compete. But it's a game that we led the entire second half and led to about two minutes to go. And, um, and just we kind of ran out of gas. You know, they played 11 kids, and we played six. So I think that, um, you know, I think that the that at the end of the game they had a little more gas than we did. And and I think when um, when I get uh, Zach back, that'll put us in position to be a little deeper. And I think that'll help us. But um, the thing that I did like about my team is I think we can compete with anyone. I don't think we're scared, and I think we got an opportunity to be really good. Coach, do you kind of see that when you match up against the larger schools in terms of the depth being somewhat of an issue, them being a 4A, you being a 1A, do you oftentimes run into that? Um, I think so. I mean, you know, we're, we're sitting in a we're sitting in a school, high school that's got 193 kids in the only high school in the county, and we're playing against high schools like Cookville that's got, um, you know, over 500 kids in one, one grade. So just by by large numbers, they're going to have more depth than we are, and we've got to we've got to be a little more skilled, a little more disciplined, and we have room we have less room for error than those teams, and I think that kind of got down to that game. You know, it was nip and tuck, and we missed a couple of free throws, and they missed a couple of free throws, but we we don't have room to miss them, and they do. You referenced Zach. Of course, you're talking about Zach Aminet. Let, let's talk about his status, if you would, and uh, update us on where he is and uh, when you might expect him to return to the court for your team. Um, not for certain yet, but it looks like my guess. My guess is he will. Um, he'll play in his first first game. But I'm going to guess this Friday night. Uh, if he continue, you know, it's day to day right now. But uh, he came in yesterday on our day off and had a two hour workout. It looked really good. And, um, you know, we're, we're just, we're just being cautious to make sure and take the right steps. You know, he has an injury that usually takes nine, nine, nine to 10 months is on average. And, and he's, he's cut that in half at four and a half months. And, um, he looks really, really good. He, he wants to get back. I'm just trying to make sure and bring him back at the right time. But, but my guess is he will dress for the first time probably at our Thanksgiving class. We're speaking with Pickett County Bobcats head basketball coach Joseph Aminette on the high school playbook built by Mountain Barn Builders. Coach, it's often said that when you have a key player out like that, it kind of helps your depth and that some other players are getting an opportunity to play. Have you seen that so far, getting some other players, maybe some younger players, an opportunity to get some court minutes? Oh, absolutely. And I think it, you know, I think it put the other, the other players in an opportunity to um, – to pick up a bigger role, and you know, you can just look at the things that went on on um, on Saturday for us. Is um, you know, you had Hunter that led us with 20 points, and then you had Will. Came, you know, I think Hunter had 20 points and seven rebounds. Then you come in, and I think Will had 19 points and six assists. So those two seniors really really did well. And then Caleb Lowhorn is a kid that you know I think he only had four points, but he had nine rebounds. So those three seniors all really picked it up. And then as far as young players, you had you know you had Heath Wattenberger, I think, had four points, but he pulled ten boards and really his first 
I know he's a sophomore and played some some minutes last year, but really his first game that he was really relied on, he comes out with with ten rebounds, and then Jacob Amonet's first first game in high school, he comes out with seventeen points and four assists, and then Eli Reagan is a freshman, comes off the bench and plays some some real valuable minutes. So you know to be a freshman like Eli and Jacob were, and that that their very first game was against Cookville, is um, you know you're kind of baptized by fire whenever that occurs. And for Heath Wattenberger, for that to be really his first game that he's really, really relied on, those three kids I thought all stepped up and, and did real well for us. Coach, you have your three sons on the team, and then you've got the two Wattenberger brothers. I don't know that I can recall any time over my years of covering basketball where I saw two sets of brothers, you know, five total players that uh, that have some relation there. Is that something that uh, that's unique to you as well? It, it is very unique. I would say that that, is not, there's, that that does not go on anywhere else in the state. It's very rare that you'll see two sets of brothers on the same team, much less three brothers and then, and then a set of brothers. So I think that's unusual. It makes it interesting in practice. You know, there is some uh, brothers tend to argue a little differently. They hold each other a little more accountable than, um, than just a teammate does. So it's, uh, you know, it's, it's navigating through some waters, but it's a lot of fun, and the five of them are, um, are a joy to coach. And I'm absolutely certain it makes for some interesting conversation, particularly around these holidays uh, when you have those family dinner get-togethers. Coach Joseph Amonet's been our guest this morning on the High School Playbook. Coach, thank you for a few minutes of your time, and uh, good luck this weekend during the Thanksgiving Classic. Thank you very much. Let's talk some Monterey girls basketball on this portion of the high school playbook presented by Mountain Barn Builders. Coach Michelle Farley joining us via telephone. Coach, uh, off to a 2-3 and three start on the season. I know this is a, a basketball program that uh, you've undertaken the task uh, of getting back on some good, solid footing, so it's a work in progress. But through five games, what have you seen that uh, shows you that you're making progress in the right direction? Well, the biggest thing is we wanted to come in and change the culture of the team, especially, you know, from what we've seen over the last couple of years. And, and I played about 10 years ago, and I knew kind of how it was then. And so, personally, I feel like this team is starting to learn to work more together as a team. We're learning to fix on fix little things that, um, you know, have been kind of an issue in the past. And, and I feel like we've got a really good, talented group of girls that's ready to learn, ready to work hard. And, and that's something that we talk about all the time. We're like, you know, if we come out and we lose, but we fought our hardest the whole game, then we're going to be in a better spot than, you know, if we if we lay down and, and give up and, you know, not fight to the end. And, and so far, I feel like even though we've had five games and we've lost three, um, I do feel like these girls are fighting. Um, especially when we played Coffee County, um, I know that's a 4A school, and that's a re- they're a really, really good team. And we uh, did a lot, um, I think, with our defense that kind of slowed them down a little bit. And you know, at one point we were within 10 points of them, and to me that speaks a lot um, about the heart that our team is showing so far. You know, when you're kind of working toward rebuilding that culture, as you talk about, wins and losses aren't usually the most important thing. You're wanting to kind of get a different mindset and such as that. Let's go back to when you played the game and kind of compare and contrast the mindset then as opposed to what you see with the program as you take over as head coach. I know, like, when I played, I felt like a lot of times um, kind of the culture of the team was to feel defeated before we would even play. Um, And, you know, when we played, we were back in the district, you know, with Jackson County, Clark Range, uh, Clay County. And during that time that I played, those were the teams that were winning the state championships. And so I know, like, every time that we went to play them, a lot of the girls just felt like 
we just couldn't win. And I feel like now the mindset of our teams um, that we are seeing and the girls, they just they come out and they aren't, in my opinion, they're not feeling like we're already defeated before we even play. Um, and to me, that's huge because that's something that I want to try to get over and you know put in the past because you know this is a new team. We're trying to be a new Monterey program, and so far, um, you know the uh, the results are showing. I think on and off the court. In addition to the attitude changes that you're seeing within the team itself, in terms of the overall play, what are some areas that you're really starting to see improvement in? Um, we're learning really good about how to press. Um, you know, that's one thing that to be competitive, you have to press. And I felt like, you know, watching a couple years pass, that that's been something that the programs maybe lacked on as far as just, you know, trying to find a press that suits the girls, not necessarily just running something, you know, that will probably slow down defenses, but finding one where they're really good at. Um, and we've become a really good uh, defensive press team. Um, and I feel like that's kind of helped us a lot offensively. We've most of our wins that we've had um, have come from us being able to put pressure on the ball early um, and getting those steals and, you know, compensating that on offense when we get the layups and stuff. We're speaking to Monterey Lady Wildcats head basketball coach Michelle Farley on the high school playbook built by Mountain Barn Builders. Coach, uh, when I talked to you in the preseason, some things that you were talking about that you thought were going to be a strength this year, ball handling being one of them. And when you're playing a press offense, certainly when you turn over and you're getting on a fast break, ball handling is of the essence. Has that proven to be true? Ball handling has been a strength so far for you this season? Well, um, you know, we have a lot of guards that I feel like can handle the ball. Um, we're just trying to develop and find that one person that we can trust to bring down the ball and break the press kind of on their own without us having to worry about who we're going to swap to bring down and play point guard. Um, so that's still something we're trying to develop. You know, we, we thought early on that we might have had an idea who that would be, but then things kind of changed. Uh, so that's just something, you know, I think that we're always going to be working on. Um, and, of course, you know, I feel like different teams, we, you know, it's always going to be different when you come out and play. You know, some teams we might be really well with breaking the press and our ball handling, but then there might be days where we have setbacks. Um, so that's, you know, just something that we're going to have to continue to work on just in general. There's not a lot of familiar faces in the new district alignment for Monterey. I know you've got some familiarity with Jackson County, but uh, mm -hmm. York Institute comes in and then you have to make long bus rides to Bledsoe and Sequatchie County. Uh, your overall evaluation of this district, uh, what do you see from it? Well, um, we do have some really tough teams, um, and, you know, we watched a couple of them over the summer uh, playing, and from an outside perspective, I do think, you know, York probably is definitely going to be our toughest competition. Um, but I have, you know, high hopes for our girls. I, you know, think that we have a promising um, turn of events that could happen in our favor, hopefully, uh, with this district. So I'm excited to kind of see where everything's going to pan out when we start playing our district teams. Coach Farley, as you get set for a couple of games against Van Buren County and Clark Range in the week ahead, what are some areas that you'd like to see your team make a step or two toward the uh, progression that you'd like to see them arrive at? Um, you know, the biggest thing is just making sure that we continue to play um, all four quarters and give hustle every quarter because I feel like sometimes um, we have that thing where we might do good, you know, a couple quarters, and then there might be one quarter where it'll set us back a little bit. Uh, and then, you know, sometimes that throws the game off a lot for us. And I just want our girls to believe in themselves as much as I believe in them um, because I really have, you know, high expectations for them, and I know that they can be really successful. Um, it's just trying to get them on that page.
Well, Coach, I know there's a lot of hard work going on at Monterey, and I tell you, I think having a former player that that understands the area, understands the culture, what it has been, what you want it to be, I think that's a great benefit for this Monterey program, and I know you all are going to do some really great things during your time there. Coach Michelle Farley has been our guest this morning on the High School Playbook. Coach, best of luck to you in the weeks ahead. All right, thank you. Let's travel up to Jamestown on this segment of the High School Playbook presented by Mountain Barn Builders. Coach Rodney Pyle on the phone line with us this morning. York Institute got a big win this past Tuesday night over Stone Memorial, 62-54. to uh, Coach Pyle, some takeaways from your team off to a 2-1 and one start. Uh, what good have you seen thus far from your basketball team? Well, this uh, this team's uh, really good. I think we, we, we play really hard, and uh, sometimes uh, it's not as smart as uh, what we need to be, but uh, – uh, they play really hard. They give great effort every night, and uh, and that's something to build on. Uh, you know, cause a lot of times you you got to try to push teams to play hard, and uh, this team I don't have to. So we're we're getting smarter. The you know thing about this team is uh, I'm their third coach in three years, and um, and you know they're they're having to get used to a whole you know third system or the third way of doing things, and so it's been like a little gradual process and that process has been a little bit slower than I was hoping it would be. Uh, but at the same time, I think we're coming along pretty good right now. And, uh, last night against stone, uh, I, I thought we played really well. Uh, I was really pleased that some of our execution, uh, you know, some of the things that we try to, you know, when they went to one, three, one, uh, we, we were able to get some good looks, uh, executed some man offenses against some zone and, so starting to starting to look like uh, you know coming around like uh, we want to. So hopefully we can keep keep that rolling. Coach, just give me an idea, maybe a timeline of how long it takes. You talk about a third coach in three years. How long do you feel like it takes for the team to kind of fully embrace your system and and get it to where they can execute it at the level you would like for it to be? Yeah, it's going to take a while. It's going to take some process, and uh, you know we're we're trying to right now after each game we're trying to do a lot of film study and trying to talk about uh, you know the things uh, the the way I like to do things, the way you know that I like to see things run, and you know the process. Uh, you know it's it, it's it's really going to take uh, probably years to get it exactly how I want it. But at the same time, uh, this group uh, I've got two seniors. Uh, John Headings and Nick Smith uh, that's done a wonderful job and and you know and they've uh, they've been to three straight sub states and you know the COVID year they got they were supposed to go to the state tournament so they made the state tournament but they didn't get to go play in it because it was canceled uh, so they've got a lot ton of experience and uh, they're doing a great job uh, you know trying to soak in as much stuff and and, and really trying to trying to do what I'm asking them to do, and I'm very appreciative of that. Uh, they, they do a great job. So uh, it's, it's going to take a while, but, uh, you know, we're, we're you know, gradually improving each and every day and uh, trying to, uh, you know, again, trying to do a lot of film study just to watch games and, you know, again, try to understand how, how we like to do things. Coach, you mentioned Nick and John, and it sounds like they fully embraced what you're doing and have become the leaders for your team on and off the court. Has that been the case so far? Oh yeah, definitely. Uh, they've they've done a great job. You know, we've I've come in. You know, when when of course last year I was the assistant coach, but when when I was able to when I was became the head coach, you know, that was one of the first things that uh, that I addressed is you know the teams that I had, all the teams that I had, uh, all the good teams especially uh, had good senior leadership on it, and uh, and John and Nick have both done such a great job of of embracing that and just making it their own and. Uh, really, just uh, just 
just trying to do exactly what I want them to do. They're always asking, you know, what, what, whatever you say uh, we'll do. And so that's just been a, a really good surprise for us. We're speaking with York Institute boys head basketball coach Rodney Pyle on the high school playbook. Uh, coach, you mentioned being an assistant last year, so you were there before the transition and the expansion into uh, four classifications this year in basketball. The district schedule is going to look a little bit different. What challenges do you feel like that's going to pose for your team this year? Well, yeah. First of all, you know we're you know as far as York goes, uh, York's going into just a totally different district than they've ever been in. Uh, we've got Jackson County and Monterey, and then we've got uh, Squatchy and Bledsoe. So uh, it's a kind of a unique district. Uh, don't know a whole lot about those teams just yet. Uh, of course, you know I've, I've coached at uh, Clark Range for many years and uh, familiar with Jackson County and Monterey, but at the same time, Bledsoe and Squatchy. Uh, I've not seen them a whole lot. Um, I think uh, both of those schools have uh, new coaches, if I'm not mistaken. And uh, Monterey has a new coach, but uh, that's you know Linus Martin, and he, he's he's been at DeKalb County for several years, and now he's at Monterey, and uh, he, he'll do a great job. And then of course Kevin Thomas at uh, Jackson County always does a great job. And so we've got some challenges there, and so. Uh, you know, the, the, again, the new district is you just don't know. You're kind of still trying to figure out what teams are doing. You're trying to check, uh, the, you know, the box scores, trying to check scores and see how they're doing against other teams and somehow try to get a, you know, see how good they are and what we need to do. And hopefully we'll, of course, we won't really get into district play until January and uh, we'll have some game film on them by then and hopefully uh, scout them pretty good. But, uh you know, the districts, uh, you know, we're excited about the new district, uh, but at the same time, we're kind of uh, wondering what's going to happen, but uh, looking forward to it. The York Institute Dragons off to a 2-1 start overall. They will head to Cumberland County to play next Tuesday night. Coach Rodney Pyle has been our guest on the high school playbook. Coach, best of luck to you and the Dragons throughout the course of the season. We'll talk to you down the road. Hey, thanks a lot. The Warren County Lady Pioneers have been off to a good start to their season, 3-1 and one overall despite a loss Tuesday night at Tullahoma. 38-32, which was their first of the season. Head coach Anthony Lippy joining us via telephone on the high school playbook. Coach, it's good to have you with us this morning. And uh, three wins to open the season. Uh, There's got to be some good things that you've seen out of your ball club here early on. Uh, what are some things that you've been pleased with from the Warren County girls basketball team? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, couldn't couldn't start off any better. You know, had a had a tough loss, but our our kids are are battling. Uh, they fight hard. They don't quit to the you know till the horn blows, and, and that's all you can ask for, you know, uh, from from your players. And, and they, we're just we're still trying to figure things out early in the year, just like everybody else, you know, scouting and, and uh, getting things prepared for teams. And they're doing the same thing for us. So you know, it's tough when you know teams are taking away option A and B. You're having to figure out, you know, how to execute on offense and get stops on defense and. But, yeah, I think our girls have, have really stepped up early this year. Coach, over the course of the summer and the preseason workouts, what were some things about your team that uh, really came together well that you were pleased with? Well, we just, you know, defensively we can get after a lot of teams and, and, and do some things to, to really disrupt what they're doing. And so I was, I was pleased with how aggressive we were on, on defense and we rotate a lot of girls in and, um, you know, we finally got a little bit of experience under our belt. In the last couple of years, we've been trying to build the program and uh, with some really young kids. And, and so we're, we're still just trying to 
to build and, and see what we can do this year going into next year. Even we'll have some girls back. So uh, we just uh, just try to, you know, how hard they work and, and they, they want to change things around for Warren County. And, and that's, that's what we're here to try to do uh, as a coaching staff. Uh, you just want your, your girls to be hungry and, and give everything they got, and I feel like we've been able to do that over this summer and, and up to this point. You talked about your defense playing well, and do you feel it's important for the defense maybe to come together first because that can kind of serve as a catalyst for your offense? Yeah, absolutely. We talk about it all the time. For us to, to really play at our best, our defense has to create our offense. Um, that that seems to be when we're when we're playing at our at our peak as a team uh, is when is when we're getting after teams we're getting we're forcing turnovers and, and sharing the basketball um, and really pushing it up the floor and so that that seems to be when we're at our best and if we can't do those things we seem to struggle. We're speaking with Warren County Lady Pioneers head basketball coach Anthony Lippy on the high school playbook built by Mountain Barn Builders. Coach, you have three seniors on your team and Jaden Smart, Rudy DeArmond, and Sydney Berger. Uh, what stands out about these three young ladies, the senior class of your team? Well, I mean, you, you couldn't ask for any any uh, greater, you know, girls as far as character-wise. I mean, they're outstanding young ladies. We're proud that they represent our team and our school and our community. And just, you know, they, they do it the right way. Um, you know, they put a lot of time into the program. They've invested a lot of time and and uh you know they're they're just good communicators um they're they're good motivators they're they're mentors for the younger girls um and, and showing them you know the way that we do things and, and like i said you couldn't ask for for any better out of those three coach a lot of changes during the off season uh, tennessee expanding to four classifications in basketball for the first time and of course warren county goes into the largest classification. Uh, what will you be most effective by with the changes to the expansion to four classifications? Well, we, we got put into a district with only four teams. And so, you know, we've got Franklin County, Shelbyville, and Coffee, and then we would make up the fourth uh, team. And so uh, I guess one of the biggest benefits of that is that we get an automatic bid to region being, you know, in the top four you know only having four um but it, it does make it tough because our district you know decided we would play each team three times uh and then that that's before the district uh tournament and so that that's something that um that you know it's hard to play a team three times more or less for the fourth time in the in the tournament um and you know we'll know everything about them they'll know everything <laughs> about us and it's just about execution and and so that that'll be tough, but being a part of that, you know, four A class, I mean, it's it's top notch basketball, you know, especially around Middle Tennessee. So you've all you've got to be prepared for each and every game. Certainly, there'll be a lot of familiarity there, Coach. Uh, some rivalry games coming up in DeKalb County. You got White County next week, and uh, rivalry games are always a lot of fun. But uh, uh, what what do you expect from these two opponents coming up on your schedule? Oh, I, I expect nothing but their best. I mean, they're they're Coach Danny Fish and Coach Michael Dodgen do an outstanding job. I mean, they're, you don't have to say too much about them without people knowing how great of coaches they are. Um, and so, yeah, if we're not ready to play, uh, it, it'll be a long night for us. And so we we've got to step up and 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 uh, and try to play our best basketball and, and and get you know physical, play play tough and. 
Um, you know, got a lot of that from Tullahoma last night. They were bigger and stronger than us in a lot of areas, and we got a taste of it, and I don't think that's going anywhere with these next two teams. Coach Anthony Lippy, very excited about Warren County basketball, and certainly we wish you and your team the very best moving forward, and uh, we'll be in touch on down the road. I appreciate it. Thanks for having me. We're on the way to Gainesboro for this segment of the High School Playbook to talk to Jackson County boys head basketball coach Kevin Thomas. The Blue Devils are off to a 2-1 and one start on the season after a 60-45 to 45 road win at Westmoreland on Tuesday night. Coach, you're going back to that game on Tuesday night. What did you like from what you saw of your basketball team? Well, I'll just I'll re- be honest with you. I, I like the fight in them, the way that they hung in there and kept playing the entire game. And, and we're trying to lay our hat on just playing hard and, and trying to be as good as we can be on the defensive end. Coach, defense kind of something that seems to come around early for most teams. Has that been the case for your Blue Devils so far this year? So far, uh, you know, it has. We uh, we worked on a little bit of press. We hadn't uh, shown that this year. We've just been kind of working at it, and I feel like we could be pretty good at it. But, uh, you know, you just can't have everything in this early. You know, we just don't get a lot of practice days. So, you know, early in the year you're trying to look at some things, and you have to look at – things you know in a live game situation so but yeah you know so far I'm pretty pretty pleased with our rebounding and our defense what is the most difficult thing in having such a short preseason how how hard is it to really get your team prepared for that first game of the season well you know you know that kind of depends you know how many football players are you missing you know or you know when you're getting them back and your team going to change in a couple of weeks but you know, it is pretty tough, especially if you have a young team that, uh, you know, just doesn't have a lot of experience coming back where, you know, I was on the other side of that, and we did have some experience coming back. But, you know, it's just really hard to have them ready for every situation and end-of-quarter and situations and end-of-game situations, you know, that early in the year. Coach, you had three starters that came back to, to your team from last year, and uh, what? Uh, how has that helped to impact and uh, help in terms of leadership for your team so far? Well, it has been an impact for us, uh, you know, to have two guards coming back with our leading score, you know, playing inside. Uh, you know, we, you know, that's kind of the nucleus of our team, and and you know, you hit on that as far as leadership. Uh, we've had some really good leadership in the off season in the weight room, and and uh, on and off the court, and I've been very pleased with that. Coach, as you get set to, to kind of continue, you get out of this Thanksgiving week where, you know, things are a little bit haywire and you sort of get into a regular routine Tuesday, Friday sort of basketball games. Does that kind of help things out a little bit in terms of getting in an ebb and flow, just sort of getting to a normal routine? Yeah, you know, it kind of interferes with it, I think. You know, we're just now really kind of, two weeks in and kind of getting the flow and then all of a sudden you're out of school. You know, I'm headed to the gym right now to practice this morning and that's kind of odd. You know, those kids are kind of used to being in school all day and practicing at the end of the day and, you know, then we'll be off really today and tomorrow. And so it's it's definitely a lot different than what we've, you know, kind of gotten a routine of doing here in the last couple of weeks. You talk about your defense coming around in these next few games before you get set to go into district play. What are some things that you're hoping to see maybe better effort or better production from? Well, you know, I think this is a case for a lot of people. I mean, I would really like to see our off-the-ball defense get a little bit better, you know, of getting there to help side. I was pleased last night we had three charges taken, so that tells you that it's a sign that the kids are trying to get to the help side. And, 
you know, and then I guess the recognition of, you know, who in my garden, what does this kid do best, and, you know, and making sure our kids are thinking on that defensive end of what I need to try to take away from that individual player. And, you know, just a, a, a higher level of thinking, I think, with a team that, that's kind of got the uh, kids coming back that I've got and uh, need to be able to take that next step to recognize exactly what, what how, who and how I need to be guarding. We're talking to Jackson County boys head basketball coach Kevin Thomas on the high school playbook built by Mountain Barn Builders. Coach, one of the players that you had coming back this year, Ramon Clavis, nearing 1,000 points for his basketball career. And uh, he's got quite an interesting backstory. I know you and I talked about that uh, back before the season got underway. Uh, this young man seems like he's come a long way in his basketball career. He has come a long way. He, uh, you know, he come into the gym as a freshman and, kind of had a little belly on him and wearing glasses and you could just look at him and thought boy that kid looks like he could be long <laughs> you know I mean he just had the legs and the arms and his brother was going to be a senior that's 6'4 and and I'll just be honest with you he was going to be a senior never played and I thought I want to keep his brother and I told him I said if you'll do everything that I ask you to do and help me make Ramon the best player he can be uh, I'm going to let you on this ball team and do give you everything that we get and you go everywhere we go. And just to be honest with you, Ramon just fell in love with basketball. He'd not played a lot. And his goal, he lives about a half a mile from my house. And for three years, that kid has just wore it out out there in the backyard on his basketball goal. And his brother's out there with him a lot. And he went from really and truly couldn't make a post move to a kid that you know that's going to near a thousand points you know just the other night he had 26 points and 15 rebounds in a game so you know just to see him come from where he walked in that gym that first day as a freshman is just unbelievable that's fantastic a great story for that young man there and uh, certainly hoping he gets that thousand point mark uh, very soon coach kevin thomas of the jackson county blue devils coach we're very excited about the blue devils this year we'll be keeping track and uh, hope to talk to you down the road Yes, sir. Thank you. The Van Buren County Lady Eagles off to a good start to their 2021-22 season as they are 3-1 and one overall with victories over Grace Baptist of Chattanooga and Saudi Daisy. Tough loss at Gordonsville, though, on Tuesday night. Coach Tyler Sapp joining us this morning via telephone. And, uh, uh, Coach, thus far, 3-1, and got to be pleased with that record. What have you liked from what you've seen of your team thus far? Um, I like uh, that we're going, you know, we, we've, Faced some injuries this summer, and we're fighting through that adversity with uh, effort and intensity, and really, really, really playing hard for each other and trying to come together and overcome and overcome that. Have the injuries been something that's prolonged into the regular season, or is that something that's kind of cleared up at this point? Um, it's still pro it's still prolonged. Uh, she's still out, and I've got I had another girl get hyperextend her knee not too long ago. That you know, so we've got we've got eight kids, so it's. Uh, Right, eight healthy kids right now. So, you know, they're, they're they're having to play a lot of minutes without without any breaks, and you know, and I applaud them for that. They're out there working hard and, and going at it. Well, that's tough when you've got uh, eight players. You're kind of short on roster, but it's good when you have a tough team that's uh, it's able to carry on such as that. Uh, coach, some things that you're still kind of working out as you get uh, on into the early portions of the basketball season. Uh, we're still working uh, on our offense, trying to trying to smooth it out i'm sure as everybody is um like i said we got you know what the one of the, the one that's out with acl injury you know she was one of our better 
better offensive players. So it's just trying to get everybody to to somebody to step up into her role and take over um, for her and help us and help us score. Um, you know, uh, last night at Gordonsville we had we had pretty good score. We had three kids in double figures, and you know, any, anytime you can get that, you're gonna be you're gonna be in a good position. Let's talk about some of the players, if you would, who have stepped up for you. I know you've mentioned a couple of battling some injuries, but uh, uh, the players who are stepping up into key roles for you this year. Um, well, Layla, Layla Bolden, uh, you know she's she's been she's been playing with us since she's been in eighth grade, and she's every, every time something happens, you know she she steps up and handles it. Um, and then uh, Caitlin Crane, she uh, she had I think she had thirteen last night. Or twelve, or something. You know, she had double figures. I can't remember exactly. Um, you know, she stepped she stepped up and, and kind of had to handle the ball for us a little bit, and you make some tough shots for us. And then uh, Riley Scoggins, our our senior, um, she uh, she always played post before, but we've had to put her out and let her play on the perimeter a little bit. And she's you know she's accepted that role and she's excelled in it. And she's 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 averaging a double double on the year, and you know she just she's just doing everything she can to help us win basketball games. We're speaking with Van Buren County Lady Eagles head basketball coach Tyler Sapp on the high school playbook built by Mountain Barn Builders. Coach, you go 24-3 and last year, district champions, make it to the region semifinals. Did that kind of help set the bar high in terms of expectations for your team this year? Uh, yeah, I mean, we, you know, we always have, we always try to have high expectations. I mean, I think it's, I think it's always good to have high expectations. You know, we talked about, we talked about when uh, Emily went down with her injury. Hey, you know, we still expect to win twenty games. We still expect to be, you know, win, win the district and be in the region championship and be and you know and plan, plan for a sub state. So you know, they they, they know you know our expect, our expectations didn't change because of our circumstances. So and you know we we try to make that clear all the time. With the changes, of course, the expansion to four classifications, it didn't seem to affect Van Buren County very much. What uh, what changes will you see, if any, in terms of your di- district layout? Um, we didn't see any any changes in our district. Our region obviously got changed. We got put back towards Chattanooga instead of being in the region with Clark Range and and Pickett and stuff. So obviously that that helps us out a lot. Anytime you can be away from them and just get. And be able to just see them in the sub-state, it's a whole lot easier to win one big game than it is to to have to win four to make it to Murfreesboro. That's absolutely true. You get a lot of uh, uh, gold ball basketball when you start talking about the likes of some of those teams in that upper Cumberland region for sure. Coaches, yeah. you get set for uh, Monterey coming up next week and uh, Jackson County later in the week. Uh, what are some things that you're still looking for from your team, some things that just you haven't quite gotten over that hump with just yet? Defensively, we we got to do we got to do a little better job of contesting contesting threes. Uh, we kind of we kind of get there, but then our hands are down. Um, that that's that's the biggest thing. And then offensively, trying to find trying to find us a flow to where we can where we can play off each other. And when teams shut shut our number one option down, if our number two and three option can can score for us and and four and five at this point, you know. Well, Coach, we wish you the best of luck throughout the course of the 2021-22 high school basketball season. Looking forward to another great season for the Van Buren County Lady Eagles. Good luck to you and your squad throughout the season. Thank you. I appreciate it.